The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Broadcasting around the world, from the headquarters of the Outdoor Trails Network, it's Jim and Trav and the Great American Outdoor Trails Radio Magazine. Hey, Trav, listen to this. What's that? We've got Howard Day phoning in sometime during the show, and he's going to tell us about hunting in the U.K. That is England, my friend. You know what, Jim? The phone line is going to be absolutely slammed today because armed American radio host Mark Walters, he's going to be phoning in as well. Plus, we'll Nick Rose with Wildlife Property and Jim Chapman. He's this extreme. guy is so interesting. He actually hunts all over the world with high-powered air rifles. This is going to be a top-notch show, unlike all the rest. <laughs> yeah, they were dark. Dude, they sucked. Oh, yeah. Hey, we'll be taking a break from that with some we product reviews, Miss Bunny, and some of our regular crew. Once again, Jim, I read your blog. Oh, wasn't it cool? <laughs> that was a great blog. If you don't like reading, you ought to check it out, and you can do that. <laughs> I'm going to put pictures up there. You can do it at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. <laughs> Plus, when you're on there, you got to, you know what, hook up with Jim on his Facebook page. you got to check out our Twitter page. Great stuff there. Plus, you got to check out this week's Thursday podcast. Going to have Jeff Nimnick, and we're going to be talking about the benefits of predator management. Also, got to check out our regular podcast, plus our product reviews. That is just a crap load and of stuff. And get our newsletter. Now, Jim, you always have this tremendous story at the end of every welcome. What do you want to say? I know you love this one. I do. Hey, we'll be hitting the trail with a guy that finally found the Hidden Valley Ranch. <laughs> We're talking about those guys from Vanderbilt's, your work boot center. That was going to be my claim to fame. <laughs> there you go. He already took it. Let's hit the trail. All right. Hey, this is Troy Gentry. Hey, everybody. This is Jaden Montgomery from Montgomery Gentry. And you're listening to my best new hunting bud, Jim and Trav, on the trail, baby. Let's get it up. <laughs> Hey, Trav, we're back on the air. This time we're headed to the peak of Kansas of all places. Jim, we got the cat, man. We got Cat Daddy on the line right now. He is the world's greatest cat fisherman, world's greatest catfish cook, and world's greatest BSer. Cat Daddy, is all those things true? The BSer is a fact. <laughs> he loves sea kitties. I'll tell you what, man. This last, yeah, sea kittens, Jim. <laughs> this last week, it was absolutely beautiful last weekend. And then this week, it has just gotten cold again. I tell you what, this weather is so fickle, Cat Daddy. Well, I, I tell you guys right now, that's all right. Because, you know, yesterday we had 74 degrees and the wind was blowing. Oh. I mean, just blowing the heck, you know. And that was excellent. Because you know what that done? What's, What's that? that? That broke all that ice off them lakes, most generally, and all the smaller lakes. It's all broke up, shoved up against the bank. And I'm going to tell you, right now is the time to get out and get that fresh, live bait. He's really? Right now. You know something we, we need to talk about real quick, Cat Daddy? Do you have any new products you want to mention? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. <laughs> hey, and how, how about that stinky Studebaker? How's he doing? Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 Mr. Dave, he's doing real fine. <laughs> Mr. Real fine. Dave this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mr. Dave this he week. Got straightened up by old Mr. Dave, huh? Yeah. Yeah, his buddy called me and told me, hey. That's a joke, man. That's a joke. <laughs> Get all yeah, that hate we, mail. We, we try to keep it live anyway, you know, and them guys can use all the advertising they can get, by golly, for their 
their tournament trail because they're they're really putting on a good one. The uh, catfish chasers. When is that tournament again? Coming up in March, like middle of March, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'll have to give you the specifics next week. Okay. <laughs> yeah, or you can give us the Atlantics <laughs> this week. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, boy. I'm. I, you know, I cannot stress enough. Get out your old cast nets or your new ones. Get out there right now in your boat on the lake, windy sides. And I'm telling you, boy, you could just scoop them shad up. If you're not in your boat and throwing your net, walk the wind-laden, blown uh, uh, shoreline. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we had a heck of a heck of a shad thaw uh, back here around all these lakes. Yeah, but to recap what we were talking about, catfish chasers, I tried to find them online. Their website is actually still being built. You can find them at catfishchasers.com. They should probably have that website up pretty quick, though, right, Cat Daddy? Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I just got off the phone with Mr. Studebaker. <laughs> and, uh, it's stinky to his yeah, friends. Dave just doesn't have the same ring. No, not no, at all. No. It's not an easy uh, title to uh, live down either. No, it's not. <laughs> Lay was rising. <laughs> was rising where he works, but he's a good old boy. He's where does he boy. work? But, uh, you know, uh, all right, now I want to drift. What was I talking about? We're catfish chasers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Their website. <laughs> Boy, it's bad when you go adrift. <laughs> it is. Uh, their website is uh, being switched over as we talk. Oh, is it? And uh, it's, it's going to be a really good and too. Really good website. Really highly informative. Just about like our show we do. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> did I say our? Yes, you did. Well, it is yes, our you show. Did, and you make the next payment. Your show. Yeah, now, <laughs> do you have any more uh, seminars coming up? Yes, I do this coming weekend. That's this what I was weekend. thinking. Yeah, the Quest Center, Omaha. Yes. Oh, boy, it's going to be a good one, too. You know, I, I, I just can't wait to get up there. I, I got a whole bunch of uh, stuff I'm going to be giving away to folks, and uh, we're taking our log lines and limb lines up there, and hopefully we can uh, give a couple of them away to some people that uh, wants to buy them. Yeah. <laughs> now, how do you give them away when people want to buy them? There you go. It, it's tricky, but it can be done. Yeah, yes, especially done. you went to ruinous expense to cut those uh, willow yeah. <laughs> now, again, this is going to be at the Quest Center this weekend. It, it's going to really be a good one. You're not going to be, like, rubbing actual Uncle Rudy's, um, some of their bait on the uh, people just walking the, by, are you? Just well, on the small kids. Yeah, this is bait active. <laughs> <laughs> rubbing in and never leaves. Okay, now, have you been out recently with all uh, the catching shad? I thought you had never asked. Well, there no. you go. We was out to the good old Shawnee Lake right out south of town here in Topeka, Kansas. Oh, yeah. We was out there messing around, threw a couple poles in. We got a couple good jerks, nothing big, just some little old pound-and-a-half channels. Really? Sounds like yeah. lunch, though. Oh, lunch was the word. We just cut the head off, cooked them the old way, skinned them, left the tail on, gutted them out, rolled them in flour, and fried them up with chicken picking, boy. You know what I like to do is roll them in flour and then smack Jim with it. <laughs> He likes it, too. That's the strange part. I don't know if it's kind of erotic for him. What? It's kind of exciting. It's not foreplay. It's actually fish play. But, you know, them, them pound and half fish, I'll tell you, you gotta, what. You got to actually copyright that. Fish play. I think fish that's kind play. of cool. Yeah. I don't know if my wife would go along with it. Yeah. Foreplay is like, I guess, putting a line on your reel. Oh, but, yeah. Make sure that drag <laughs> But them pound and half catfish, I'll tell you what. They are fighters, though. Man, are they fun. They're not only good fighters, but they're good feeders, too, when you roll them in Tomcat's batter. Oh, <laughs> there's another old sponsor. Tomcat. Oh, good old Tomcat. You know, he come out with another uh, uh, beef rub, man. Really? Yeah. Woo, Tom. Oh, laying it down. Oh, it's good. It's good, man. I, I just... 
can't get enough of it. We had to rub you in Tomcat batter. <laughs> you never get her done, boys. <laughs> you never get her done. All right. Hey, we've been talking with Cat Daddy. He's talking about right now you got to get out there and catch some of those catfish at Area Lakes. Actually, no. Take that back, Jim. You need to retract that statement. Right now, you need to be at the Quest Center oh, in that's Omaha, it. Nebraska. Hit up there. Just chillax with old Cat Daddy. Mr. Cat Daddy, toss out your web address real quick. Well, I'll tell you what. It's www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Mm, that's yeah, you know ass. what they say about Omaha. What's that? It's where Nebraska is. It's Omaha, home <laughs> of Nebraska. <laughs> well, and you know, uh, my old father-in-law used to tell me Omaha's like a big cow patty. <laughs> really? <laughs> and that's why is that? That's what he said. Now, he's gone now, but that's all right. I like that. That's all there was. <laughs> yeah. There's no punchline. It's just well, Omaha. Cow town. <laughs> an old cow town. He said uh, back in the day, it was kind of shaped like an old cow patty. Said, well, how in the heck's that shape? I could just imagine. Well, you know, when they hear this, they're going to hang you in effigy in Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> well, them Omahamans are really good. <laughs> <laughs> Say God bless him for Arbor Day. <laughs> well, now I will say one thing. What's, What's that? that, Mister Day? We will see you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see you on the trail, Cat Daddy. All right, guys. Take care. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Each week, take a visit inside the locker room of your favorite sport with Dez Clark, Paul Fresh Clark, and Lester Scudder Davis as they bring you sportsmanlike conduct. As a current player, Des Clark can bring you inside the sports world like nobody can. His co-hosts represent the fans of the sports world. With both points of view on the table, it becomes an engaging and entertaining program, to say the least. Sportsmanlike conduct can be heard Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. Hunter's life has many stages. The further along you go, the more you want to share it with others because we still marvel at it. How many times does it happen as it's planned? Almost never. Never. And it's the people that can think on their feet and react to the circumstances in front of them that are the most successful. Take those big deer. Exactly right. Make versus country your country. Don't miss the best hunters and biggest bucks. Fridays at 8 Eastern. Only on Versus. Wildlife Properties is the source for recreational farm and investment properties in Kansas. Find that perfect hunting property from land owned by Wildlife Properties and developed for habitat by Nick Rhodes. As a real estate broker, Nick Rhodes can also assist those interested in a farmland investment in one of the most productive hunting areas in the country. Wildlife Properties concentrates on the north-central Kansas area so it knows the local markets, conservation practices, and hunting conditions. Land purchasers can count on Wildlife Properties for property management and local assistance after the sale. For more information about North Central Kansas and wildlife properties, visit MyWildlifeProperty.com. W. 
H O Double T. What's happening on the trail with Travis and Jim? Happens happens now. now. How about that website, Trav? Yeah, how about that website? How about that blogging? Back in your face. <laughs> That's enough for both of you. You can shut up. Why don't you actually blog? I you, didn't know what blogging you was. You whined and you B.I. you know what I'm talking about. You wanted this blog. I want to blog, blah, blah, blah. You wouldn't shut up. Now we get you a blog and you don't even write on it. Well, I want to. Well, look at Jim's blog that has no words on it. <laughs> at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Also, when you're on there, you got to check out our podcast. We got a new Tuesday podcast coming out. We got a Thursday podcast coming out. We got a regular podcast, which is already out. Plus, we have product reviews you got to listen to. You got to sign up for the newsletter. Got to fan the Facebook page. And, and tweet. Follow our tweets. You got to do it. Everybody's doing it. Seriously, it is the cool thing to do at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Seriously, and I mean this with all my heart. We love you guys. You make me feel so happy. <laughs> we do. It's the Great Gander Giveaway that you're going to want to put your name in for because it is the ultimate elk hunt at Three Forks Ranch, Lodge, and Spa. Oh, sweetheart, I already did it. Oh, yeah. Now, go to www.gandermountain.com to enter, and if you win, you're going to receive a guided elk hunt for two. Two. Up to five days. Also included will be round-trip airfare for two. Holy cow. Six nights lodging for two, including dining. One day guided fishing trip, and I have been there. It's great for yeah. two. Also, one fifty shot sporting clay session, one day horseback riding, and two Gander Mountain Deluxe Rolling Duffel Bag. That was terrible reading, but it this was. is a great contest. It, now, most fishermen are just full of it, and I can yes, say are. that because I know I you, <laughs> and you are extremely full of it. Yes. No, you're full of great knowledge. Metamucil. <clears throat> Anyways, Metamucil and other things. Now, you know, no, it's funny. You always talk to every single angler in America. Okay. okay. Key word here, folks. Is America. It's actually America.com. Dot com. But no, everybody says, you know, I got the sweetest fishing hole in all the world. And then old Fred down the road is like, no, man, I got it. And then old Jesse Jones in California says he has it. Well, WFN actually wants to find I out love about those people. That is the World Fishing Network. But they want to find out about your sweet fishing hole in the Ultimate Fishing Town USA contest. So beginning March 1st, WFN is actually accepting nominations from anglers all across America who feel that they have the honey hole, the sweet spot to catch the biggest lunkers. Now, what's going to happen if you actually win this okay if the town does your town well yeah but somebody has to nominate it's not like oh i'm gonna go to the city limits i hate city limits will you nominate us (laughs) you can't do that somebody has to do this so if your town wins okay wfn is actually gonna give your town twenty five thousand dollars to put towards fish habitat anything to improve the fishing plus they're actually gonna do a 30 minute television show on wfn um, all about your town and the fishing and stuff like this. This is such a cool deal. All anglers really need to get amped up about this. And you know what? Throw your name in the pot. Try to get your talents nominated. This is just going to be a lot of fun. It really is. You know what? I have to agree with you. They did this last year. Some town in Canada won it last year. But this year, it's opened up to everywhere. I like how they said, honestly, God, this is what it's saying. Accepting nominations from anglers across America. The Americas. It says America. <laughs> Last time I checked, Canada ain't paying taxes in the lower 48. I could be wrong. Those little brown-nosed mama boys. <laughs> Are you serious? What? Somebody in Canada won this? Last year. 
It says America. I'm telling you about last year's contest. Well, I'm going to tell you what, guys. When you sign up for this, tell them you're peed about Canada <laughs> winning this. We didn't it's know about it. America. Okay. Anyways. America. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we love We're Canada. We're going to lose our sponsorship on WFN from that one. Long live Jim Shoppy. <laughs> Jim Shockey. Jim Shoppy. <laughs> Jim Shoppy. <laughs> Look it up at WFNFishingTown.com for more info about winning it in America. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Sign up your town and tell me you heard it on the Great American Outdoor Trails Radio Magazine. On a radio station <laughs> in America. <laughs> no, so Jim, if anybody has anything like this that they want to get announced on our show in America, America where do they have to send it to? Hey, send it to radio at Outdoor Trails Network. Com. That's right, and this has been brought to you by the programs of the NRA. Check them out at nrablog.com and not alone. That's notalone.com and Yellowstone Fly Rods. You can find them at yellowstoneflyrods.com and Steiner Binoculars. That's steiner-binoculars.com and Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter at cabelas.com. From Iraq to L.A., you are blazing up your speakers with Trav and Jim, the outdoor kids, right here on the trail. Hey, Trey, we're back on the trail. This time, we're going to fight World War II all over again. We're going to England. Jim, I don't care what the king and queen has to say. We are going back to England because we're going to be doing we're some... We're in the colonies. We're going to do some hunting there. Yes, we are. And we're doing it with Howard Day. He's actually related to Harold Day. That's his <laughs> brother. But no, Howard, man, welcome to the trail. This is exciting. We're actually interviewing a really cool guy in England right now. Uh, good to speak to you guys. Yeah, yeah. no, hold on. Jim and I were just talking. Um, You know, when you think of England and stuff like that, it always seems so prestigious when you watch them like hunting videos and just the garb you guys are wearing. Well, we say the, you guys are really stiff-necked over there. Yeah, you, I mean, ju- it's so beautiful and so elegant. I'm sitting here, honest to God, Howard, thinking, this is amazing. It's kind of highfalutin. I will never, ever be fit able in. to fit in or afford it. Is this kind of a, a misnomer? Uh, it definitely is, to be honest with you. I mean, really? Uh, we've got a lot of etiquette here in this country, a lot of history in both our fishing and our shooting and our hunting. Yeah. But, um, it's a very welcoming family over here on the, in the field sports, and we accept anyone. We have a lot of Texans come over with my clients to shoot, and uh, they quite enjoy dressing up in tweed with their short trousers <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, I love it the way he says trousers. Now, actually, you wear this kind of short uh, knicker kind of things, right? Uh, yeah, similar to the wife, I think you play uh, golf in, but um, yeah, I mean, it's basically, it, it's supposed to be a practical thing, so the bottom of your trousers or your pants, as you would say, don't get wet. Oh, yeah. Now, now well, Howard, don't your boots fill up with water when it rains? Oh, no, no. They're nice and tight. You've got your shooting stockings inside, but dressing <laughs> your long socks. So uh, there's all sorts of terminology you have to learn. But it's open to anyone to come along. You don't need to have the tweed to be able to shoot or fish in England. That's right. You can just sport your Levi's, Wranglers, whatever. Now, Howard, before we get into this, we just, Jim and I find this really just fascinating, um, England in general, especially all the fine hunting that you guys have to offer. If we want to find out about you in particular, where can we find you on the web? Uh, the best place to go to is OutsideDays.com. Okay. www.outsidedays.com. Yeah, and on the website there, you guys have it broken down. It's, it's really simple from just country sports, you know, packages, shooting. I mean, you guys literally do a little bit of everything. And let's face it, the upland hunting, when you think of tremendous upland hunting, something that yeah. always comes up is England. Yeah, when you're talking about upland, I'm assuming you're talking about pheasants with that, are you? You're having pheasants. Uh, see, because upland to us would mean grouse shooting, red grouse. The really? The is more of a lowland bird as far as we're concerned. Oh. I know it's a different terminology again over there. Driven pheasant shooting in this country is obviously a very historical sport. Um, 
and the days can go from a few hundred dollars per person up to thousands of dollars per person, depending on the number of birds you want to shoot in a day. Really? Oh, wow. And now, now you know, you talked about grouse earlier, but you actually you have a lot of fine hunting for woodcock, which are difficult to hit, and grouse, which scare the bejeebers out of me. Yeah, I mean, woodcock shooting, as over here, are actually slightly bigger than the ones you have in the States. Um, but we have some of the islands around the warmer fringes of England um, that have large numbers of them. And we actually had a couple of days out this year where I think we shot over two days. We shot over 100 birds. Um, <laughs> oh. And the grouse in Scotland on the Heather Moor in the north of England, yep, supposed to be the king of game birds in the world. We hear that, Jim. His is bigger than ours. That, that's <laughs> all I heard in all this. Now, Howard, real quick, Jim and I were discussing something. It, it, over here in the States, we're practicing a lot of management, habitat, and stuff like this. Are you guys implementing a lot over there? And kind of what's the actions you guys are having to take? I think, to be honest with you, because we're such a a small rock in the middle of the North Atlantic with 60 million people clinging to it, we had to start our um, habitat management a lot sooner than yourselves. Uh Really? I mean, our pheasants go out, all of them go out, our pheasants and partridges that are reared for shooting are released in the summertime. So by the time we get round to start shooting them, sort of from September, October onwards, they've been in the wild for several months. Oh, holy cow. Um, everything has to be managed for habitat to keep the birds in the right place at the right time. Oh, yeah, Man. yeah. Now, uh, I noticed that uh, in uh, pictured are, is a side-by-side. Is that the traditional shotgun used in uh, in England? Oh, I think there's probably as big an argument about that over here as there is <laughs> in, uh, in the States, to be honest. You, you hear everything from the, uh, the over and under was actually designed before the side-by-side, if you look back historically, to if God had meant us to shoot an over and under, he'd have put our eyes one above each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, Historically, yes, the side-by-side is a more traditional gun, but these days, um, either an over-and-under or side-by-side is acceptable. The only thing that is still frowned upon in the game-shooting field is a semi-automatic. Yeah, can we get Prince Charles to go with us? I think so. Are you going to his wedding? Oh, oh, the wedding. The wedding. (laughs) The the wedding. I'm actually... I'm actually going to be uh, fishing in Bosnia while that's <laughs> In Bosnia? So, you know what? bad place. Yeah, just like you, we had to turn it down. We had a prior <laughs> engagement that we had to go on. Yeah. Now, now the Atlantic salmon that you have over there, you know, muskies in the in the States are known as the uh, fish of uh, 10,000 casts. The Atlantic salmon has got to be the fish of 30,000 casts. Uh, and then some for some people, <laughs> yes. It's, um, it, it's obviously, it would be classified probably at the, the top of the game fish in the United Kingdom. Um, there's a lot of habitat work being done on that. We were talking about habitat with the shooting. There's probably more so being done with the fishing, to be honest with you, trying to get the natural environment right for them. Um, with some positive effects in some areas, and some areas are still struggling. Yeah. Wow. Now, now, fly fishing actually... Uh it wasn't originated in England, but you guys have perfected it uh, to where now you can get trout. Of course, you've got a, a whole season on grilling there as well, don't you? Yeah, we uh, split our fish. Unlike you have warm water and cold water fish, we tend to have what they call game fish and coarse fish. So game mm. fish would be your trout and your salmon. And um, coarse fish is pretty much everything else in fresh water. Yeah, look, look at England, man. We got a king and a queen. We have all this exotic game, beautiful countryside, and here we've got Larry the Cable Guy. You know, <laughs> it just doesn't seem fair, Howard. Now, Howard, one more time, man. Got to toss out your web address and maybe a telephone number if anybody wants to contact you. Just get in touch and find out more about um, the wonderful opportunities you guys have. Not a problem. The uh, website is www.outsidedays.com. And if anyone wants to give us a ring and have a chat, it's, uh, I guess it's, uh, 044
Wow. Holy cow, that's a number to call. They got like 10 more digits than we do. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Howard, thanks a bunch for being on the trail. You have exactly 90 seconds. 90 seconds. Until these two morons start broadcasting again. I just thought I should warn you. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Super Bowl champ Lionel Dalton is taking to the internet airwaves with his own brand of sports talk. You'll go inside the mind of the players and find out if blacklisting really happens, what their thoughts are on training camps, where the former NFL players are now, and why being drafted by the wrong NFL team can kill a promising player's career. Lionel will also cover what's up with the Baltimore Ravens. Tune in to Sports Talk with Lionel Dalton live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Since 1911, Delta Waterfowl has been working on duck production and defending duck hunting. We are the authority on waterfowl research. Delta is a leader in conservation solutions. Together we can preserve our duck hunting traditions and provide a brighter future. Become a member today at deltawaterfowl.org. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores with the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. Cabela's, celebrating 50 years as the world's foremost outfitter. Get your outdoors on right here, right now, with Trav and Jeff. Hey, Trev, we're back in the air. This time we're headed to Indiana with an extreme kind of guy. You know, Jim, actually, I think I've totally missed my calling in life. You know, I, I'm a blonde. I'm kind of an airhead. I was meant <laughs> to be an air gun. Really, I seriously, I was. Jim Chapman actually came to me and said, you know what, you're full of hot air. You want to look at this. No, we're actually talking with Jim Chapman. He's got American Air Gun Hunter. Got to check him out on the web. Jim, welcome to the trail, friend. Hey, guys. It's uh, really good to be here. I've been looking forward to talking to you. Yeah, this is so crazy. Everything that you're going after with air guns. I mean, these are high powered, um, rifles basically. And when everybody thinks of an air gun, they think it's of like, like a, a Daisy the air old rifle. Red Rider, the kid that shot himself in the eye, a stupid kid. That's right. Cr- Christmas story. The <laughs> great air gun story. <laughs> exactly. But they are nothing like that anymore. No, I mean, there, there are actually several different types. I, I think a lot of people might have, uh, in, in recent years seen some of the spring piston guns, you know, yeah. a Gamo and Crossman put out that, that, you know, put out 177, 22 caliber pellets up in the, you know, 900, 1,000 feet per second range. But, oh, yeah. uh, there's a whole nother class of guns out there, pre-charged pneumatics that lend themselves to big bores. And, you know, they're going all the way up to 50 caliber, even, even bigger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now the thing is, listen, let's, let's take us back a few hundred years. Actually, Lewis and Clark had a couple of air rifles they took on their big trip. Yeah, they had a, a multi-shot 32 caliber big bore air gun, uh, that they filled with a, a leather bellow. 
Uh, and uh, it was, I, I believe, an 18-shot uh, repeater. I love how Jim talked about Lewis and Clark, a trip. Dude, that was like an epic journey. You make it sound like you're going to 7-Eleven. But no, okay, with... a, a, a big trip. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, with these new air gun rifles, I mean, seriously, you can go after coyotes. You can go after deer. I mean, really, kudu. anything is open anymore. Yeah, to give you an example on the kind of the extreme range, um, I've, I've been over on several safaris to uh, South Africa. I, I received uh, governmental permission to come over to do some trial hunts with air guns. And uh, I took up my, my biggest animal over there was uh, was just under a 600-pound kudu bull. No I've way. I've taken quite a few bull, but I, I've taken all types of planes game. I've, I've probably uh, taken around 100, maybe over 100 heads of, of planes game with air guns in, in uh, South Africa on the Eastern Cape. Yeah. Now, 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 Crossman is coming out with one of these extreme air rifles this year, aren't they? You know, they just released it at the uh, the shot show in Las Vegas uh, a few weeks back. Uh, it's called the uh, the Rogue, and it's a, a three fifty seven uh, caliber rifle. And I tell you what's interesting about it: there, up until recently, most of the big bore air guns have been made either in small production runs or they've been made uh, as as customer semi custom guns. Uh, there's a guy here in the U.S. named Dennis Quackenbush who's been building guns for about eight or nine years now, big bore air guns. And there've been a few other guys with kind of boutique uh, type of of gun shops building them. But, uh, yeah, Crossman's the first uh, that's coming out with a uh, production gun in this country. Jim, real quick, you got to hand out your web address. So people really need to get online this and is cool. check this out. And this is a totally different way of hunting. Like you said, there's much more challenge to it. It is much like bow hunting. I think that this could basically reinvent the sport of hunting. I mean, this is really tremendous. Toss out your web address. Yeah, my web address is www.americanairgunhunter.com. These guns, we haven't talked about how they're charged, yeah. um, are filled using a high-pressure tank, an air tank, like a scuba tank or a carbon fiber tank yeah. um, that can charge a gun up to 3,000, psi. Oh, it's not like the old CO2 cartridges. <laughs> no, not at all. Wouldn't you make your foot sting if you yeah, shot it? How many it? times would you have to pump that? <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. You know, they, they, have a, they have a pump that looks like a, uh, a bicycle pump on steroids. I mean, the thing is... <laughs> Is massively built and it's big, and, and you lay your whole body into it to pump it. I'm not a little guy, and uh, you know when you get into that 210 pump, you're pretty much doing a handstand <laughs> to push it down. You look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I think most people, even if they start off thinking they're going to be happy hand pumping the gun, uh, gravitate to an air pump a, or a uh, air tank pretty quickly. Yeah. Now, uh, do you get primarily just one shot out of that uh, gun when you pump it up that much? No, when you uh, pump a gun, you can get multiple shots. I mean, some of the big bores, uh, there's one out of Korea um, called the Big Bore 909, which actually is one I like a lot. It comes in 45. You get about seven to eight shots um, wow. to fill. The Quackenbushes, people tend to get those because they like to build them up to the most powerful. I mean, you know, most of these air guns will do, say, two to, to 400 foot-pound of, of energy, but the Quackenbushes, you can build up to seven or 800 pounds if you really want to start you know, increasing the fill rates, uh, tweaking the uh, the hammer springs to get the most out of the gun. But what you give up is the uh, capacity. So when when you really tweak the guns to full power, you may be down to one one full power shot and one that's still full power, but it drops maybe four or five inches uh, POI on the second shot. Well, hey, we've been talking with Jim Chapman. He is the extreme American air gun hunter. Got to check him out at www.americanairgunhunter.com. I'll tell you what, Jim and Jim, two Jims here. 
This, this is just amazing. I never it's like thought a sandwich. Man, then I gotta be the salami. I don't want to be <laughs> no, the salami. That's just ugly, guys. <laughs> Anyways, Jim Chapman, thanks a bunch for being on the trail. Really enjoyed it, guys. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30 plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. school to the pros we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports fdi creative services is a leading website design and search engine placement company and better than that they love the outdoors hi jim ferguson here when i look for a company to design our new website i wanted a company that would know my market and then design it to be user-friendly and place me in the marketplace for maximum exposure fdi creative services designed the legendary king ranch site elkhorn outfitters and milligan brand outfitting among others companies large and small can benefit from their years of experience in the industry for more information call bill Vey at fdi creative services at 281-710-7396 or look them up on the web at fdicreative.com and get your website moving again trav and jumbo heart the outdoors and you so let's all hog our radio and get back to the show Hey, Trev, we're back in the drill. This time we're headed to Smith Center, Kansas, the home of the flower child. The f- <laughs> Jim, Nick is flying high like a G6, buddy. <laughs> there you go. He's big pimping over there in Smith Center, Kansas. Nick Rose with Wildlife Properties. I'll tell you what, you're a man of many ventures. Welcome to the trail. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. You know, I always wonder after week to week whether or not you guys will ever call me again. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We're kind of like a salmon. We have to keep going back until we croak. Right, until you get it right. Huh? Are we going to die, Jim? <laughs> well, before... Well, after we spawn, maybe. This is getting a little freaky. So before things gets any freakier, Nick, you got to hand out your web address and maybe your telephone number. Sure, sure. Our telephone number is, get a pen, get a pen, get a pen, ready, <laughs> Again, that's 785-282-6145. Or you can check us out on the web. Our, uh, our web address is mywildlifeproperty.com. That's www.mywildlifeproperty.com. Just Google My Wildlife Property and Nick Rhodes, and you'll get it right there. Cool. Sweet. cool. Hey, we got a question this week from a Chris Chance of Hot Springs, Arkansas. Ooh. Nice. 
Arkansas. He starts off, dearest Nick. No, he says, dear Nick, I'm not a big hunter, but I enjoy the outdoors. Now, last spring while fishing, I found a couple of antler sheds. Hmm. I've heard about shed hunting, and I'd like to really try it out this year. When should I start looking, and do you have any tips to help me find sheds? Jim went shed hunting, found one at Home Depot. (laughs) 12 by 14, it was a steel, Nick. No, this is a great question. Well, I think we're talking about a different kind of shed than what Jim got. But, uh, yeah, no, this is a great question, and, and this is perfect timing because he's just about right on to yeah. get out there. Antlers will be shed, and, and, and anything that has antlers, uh, it could be deer, it can be moose, elk, uh, really anything. Antelope. In that, in the antelope yeah, even that, antelope uh, shed. Yeah, I don't. Doesn't antelope shed? Yeah, yeah, actually, I did. We didn't think they did, but every single year they actually shed their horns, and that is the truth. Okay. Okay. That's kind of well, crazy. I something new today, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's stop <laughs> so, the interview. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, anytime between January and April, depending on the species and depending on the latitude in the country, is when they'll shed. So, this is about a perfect time right now, especially if you're in the Midwest, uh, right around Kansas. This is a great time. I've already found a couple of sheds this year, just really? out on properties. I haven't gone out and done our full track of looking for them, but uh, but that's coming up here pretty soon. Because one of the things that you want to make sure and do when you're going into shed hunting is make sure that you, you feel confident that most of the antlers have dropped in your area. Because yeah. the last thing that you want to do is if you've got a property, you don't want to go out there, spook those deer before they shed their antlers, yeah. and then all of a sudden your neighbor's got all the sheds and you don't. So uh, you know, just be conscious of that. But uh, the best way to find these things is because they are hard to find sometimes is just check the trails between the bedding areas and the food sources, uh, places where you know the deer are, especially during the wintertime. Winter food sources, something like a green wheat field, uh, alfalfa patches. If you've got timber stands where there's lots of mass-producing uh, nut-bearing trees, you know those are going to be good areas to look. You know the biggest thing too is, is take your time when you're shed hunting and don't get discouraged. That's what I tell people because it really is a treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. It, it's a different form of hunting that doesn't involve a weapon, but you've got to take your time. You got to look for those things. One of the things I like to do is, is before we get started, is go ahead and throw a shed out there on the ground so you have an idea of what a shed looks like, you know, mixed in with yeah. leaves or grasses and how it stands out. Well, you know, the interesting part about shed hunting, I, I do it every year, and I find that where there's a fence crossing, they have to jump the fence. They're not yep. normally right where they land, but usually 20 or 30 feet in from Rattles them kind of yeah, loose. Yeah, kind of rattles right, them loose right. when they jump Jars over, and then, like, they shake their head. Next thing you know, it's laying on the ground. Well, you know, like uh, you do, Nick, and we found it really fun to do. You got your trail cameras. I can never say right. that, trail cameras. It's so much fun to take those pictures and then match them up with the horns. It's great management. See what you've got. See what maybe you can see look forward to next year. But you know what? Yeah. One, one thing that I, uh, my wife and I actually started doing this year is we got a new black lab puppy, and we are actually training it to shed hunt. This is a Amen. new thing that is really coming on, and I tell you what, it's fun. You get the whole family involved. It's just honestly a really great time to get out there and do this. It is. It is. You know, and, and there's two big benefits to this. You touched on it already, Trav, by saying, you know, you get to get an inventory of what kind of deer are on your property. Oh, yeah. Uh, the other thing you get to do is really take inventory of what your property looks like. Yes. And, you know, we talk a lot on the show about habitat planning or different projects that you can do to increase the wildlife habitat or the wildlife value of your property. This is a great time to get out there and explore your property and really get a feel for it before that spring growth starts to come in and it really makes your property hairy to walk through. This is a great time to do it. And like you said, you can take the family out and do it. My wife and I love to do this. We love to get out there and, and, and shed hunt, and it's about the only thing that she'll have anything to do with that has to work <laughs> in it. So that's great. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a bonding time. It's, a, it's fun. 
a lot of times, you know, because shed hunting has become so popular mm-hmm. uh, in the internet and everything that's out there, you can actually sell these things too. Online. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people that out there that are big bucks. Uh, make shed an- or antler lamps, uh, knife bars, handles, you know, all kinds of things, knife handles. Uh, so you know, you can actually make a little money off this process too. Yeah. Well, you know, another thing I I noticed I was reading in a magazine where there's actually a shed feeder where you actually put feed in. Really? But what it is, it has like. I'll say like a, a rope hanging down. It's not necessarily a rope, but it's something. And what happens, they go in there to feed, and then all of a sudden it kind of catches, and it knocks it off, and they're left hanging right Seriously? there. Seriously? Uh, yeah, it's called Dude, a shed right. feeder. Yeah. You know, I've got that's a, really a cool idea. I've got a buddy that actually that's has, cool. has tried this a few times. What he, what he does is takes a five-gallon bucket, mm-hmm. buries it in the ground, and then he'll put mineral lick or feed or something at the bottom of that bucket so that the deer will actually stick their head down into the ground to get the food out, and they'll knock their antlers off right there. You bet. Hey, Chris Chance of Hot Springs, Arkansas, we appreciate the question. If you've got any questions for old Nick... That's right, and if you are looking for some hot deals on some great hunting recreational property, the only Ooh. place you need to look is Nick Rose with Wildlife Property. Nick, toss out your web address, man, and your um email. That's right, man. If you guys want to send me an email, if you guys got questions out there, send them to Nick. N-I-C-K at MyWildlifeProperty.com. And just like Travis mentioned, we got some hot deals on some cool real estate. Yeah. So check that out at MyWildlifeProperty.com. That's MyWildlifeProperty.com. Man, big pimpin'. This has been fun. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, buddy, we'll see you on the trail. All right, we'll see you, fellas. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with kwame lassiter formerly with the arizona cardinals san diego chargers and st louis rams kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on kwame lassiter's sports talk it's on the voice america sports network every tuesday at 9 a.m pacific time noon eastern time get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports that's kwame lassiter's sports talk on the voice america sports network we some hard hitters we some hard hitters hard-hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show your hosts are nfl veterans mark mcmillan and co-host byron evans it's an hour of hater free radio every week you'll hear interviews with top athletes celebrities coaches and fans it's humor hits and conversation Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up, speak up, or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Join FLW Outdoors to fish against the best, learn from the best, get the latest information to use players' advantage for the added edge to win great prizes playing fantasy fishing. Does this mean I won? Join today for only $10 at FLWOutdoors.com or call 270-252-1000. Oh my god, I won! Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas. With so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, you'll find everything. Largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wally catfish. 
Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks.com. You're rocking the voice of the outdoors. It's Jim and Trav, and they're back on the trail. Hey, Trev, we're back in the drill. This time, we are armed and dangerous. Jim, would I want to find out anything that is pertaining to the Second Amendment, like what's crack-a-lacking, what we need to be current on knowing-wise? Nugent's in the house? I like Uncle Ted. He's a great guy. But no, man, I turned to Armed American Radio. Oh, Mark Walters. Everybody knows him. Mark, welcome to the trail. Hey, thanks, guys. Great to be here. Nugent gets his information from me, by the way. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Well, you know, you came on the scene uh, not too long ago with your radio show, and you're just, man, you're everywhere now. Yeah, it's cooking right along. You know, we started the program as a one-hour show in Atlanta, Georgia, back in April of 2009. We are currently now the fastest-growing firearms-related pro-gun radio show in America, almost up to 80 stations across the country. Wait, yeah. wait, hold on a second. You're pro-gun? I did not know that going into this interview. <laughs> yeah. But now, real quick, you got to toss out your web address where people can get online, find out what stations you're on, uh, if they want to listen to your podcast, stuff like that. What's your web address? They can head over to armedamericanradio.com, armedamericanradio.com. They can click any of the pages up on top, where to listen, information on the show, contact me, listen to the podcast, and actually watch the live webcast when we do the show. Yeah. Every Sunday night, 8 to 11 Eastern. So you can actually watch us do the show. Sweet. My producer in Dallas. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the funny part is, is Jim and I were talking, uh, just kind of goofed around the other day. If we could accuse guns of killing people, then we can actually accuse spoons of making us fat. You know, I mean, it, it's so ridiculous because, you know, I, I let anybody – has the potential of hurting someone, whether it's a gun, whether it's a baseball bat, whether it's a knife, it really doesn't matter. But everybody seems to be so driven and focused on firearms, and that just isn't the case. It's not, and it's all media-driven. Anybody that listens to my show on a regular basis knows that I'm no fan of the media. And I was thinking about this earlier today. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine, and we were reminiscing about shooting a twenty-two rifle out in his backyard when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And one of the neighbors had called the police, and the cop came over and stood there while we shot and talked to us. And then when he was done, he says, okay, guys, you know, make sure you don't point anything over in that direction, and you left us alone. In today's environment, a parent would have had their lives ruined, probably yeah. would have lost their homes, all because we were plinking at a can. Yeah. Well, now, nearly having your life ruined, you had an incident happen not too long ago uh, where you actually had to pull a gun. I did. I did. It was uh, it was back in 2002. My daughter was two weeks old, and I was on my way to work about 6:20 in the morning. And I, long story short, um, the events that unfolded in front of me as I approached a traffic light, I became a witness to an attempted what appeared to be an attempted carjacking off of my front left bumper. The two thugs turned their attention towards me. I pulled my lawfully holstered and carried Glock, ended the incident against me and the woman off off of my left bumper without having to fire a shot. It became one of those famous statistics of uh, two to two and a half million times a year where an individual uses a handgun to save his life and never has to fire. Ninety-five percent of the cases never has to, to squeeze the trigger. Holy cow. Now, concealed and carry, that is a really hot topic right now. And it seems like everybody was pushing, we're just going to eradicate guns in general. And now with this concealed and carry, it's they're almost making it hard for anybody to get this license between you got to pay quite a bit of money, you got to sign up for classes. I mean, you got to jump through hoops to do this anymore. Yeah, it's like you got to agree as a government official to exercise yeah. a constitutional right, man. I agree with you. It's it's crazy. I'm not a big fan of having to get a permit. Of course, we have uh, we have uh, Vermont, Arizona, 
and Alaska uh, that honor what we call constitutional carry. Yeah. Where you can, if you're a law-abiding citizen, you can carry a gun. Look, a, a criminal's going to carry a gun. He doesn't care what the law is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it make. So a law, why, why can't a law-abiding citizen carry a gun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that, that uh, Bloomberg is coming up with now, he wants to have a tax. If you own a gun, you got to pay taxes on that gun every year. What a dipstick. Oh, man, let me tell you, don't even get me started on him, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, please do. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what people don't understand is what makes America so great, so grand and safe that no one really wants to invade us. You come out here to the We sticks. got a lot of guns. Yeah, you go to any farmer, any rancher, anybody that enjoys God's great outdoors. Man, we're packing heat and we will take you down. And that is really protecting us here in America. It has for generations, and it will continue to do so for generations. As yeah. I said, it's a great time to be a gun owner. My heart goes out to the Arizona ranchers. Oh, definitely. Who are being sued by illegal aliens for protecting their own property. <laughs> Think about this. Think about the absurdity. We have an administration that is going after a state, that is suing a U.S. state. Uh, you know, they were talking about, about uh, the gun laws in Arizona, guys. Mm-hmm. About being so lax. Yeah. There's nothing lax. I have to go through the same federal checks in Arizona to buy a Glock that I have to go through in New York State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing lax. It's the same requirement. Now, they might honor your right to carry that gun where New York State does not. But what they do is when they refer to Arizona having lax gun laws, they refer to Arizona honoring the Constitution. That's right. Now, if you guys want to hear an informational show, a fun show, a show that has really great guests, obviously you got to listen to Armed American Radio. That That's the place to be right now. Anyways, Mark Walters, dude, thanks a bunch for being on trail. Once again, toss out your web address, and uh, we got to hit an ad break. Absolutely. It's armedamericanradio.com, armedamericanradio.com. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it very much. Having a crap day? Well, brighten your spirits. Log in onto twitter.com forward slash underscore OTN. And just know that Travis and Jim love you. Love you. Love you. Love Travis, you know, you. I really hate it when we gear up to go camping. I do too, honey. Man, what we think is the... Ooh, la, la. <laughs> what we think is essential gear... I mean, it would drive most people crazy. It is to essential to me. It's a necessity. I'm not happy, and I get out there, and I do, if I don't have the creature comforts of home, I get depressed. And then, Why do we have to take a barca lounger when we're in the backcountry? Because my butt starts to hurt. I don't like sitting on rocks or stumps. I want to enjoy myself in God's great outdoors. Back off a bit. <laughs> Fine. Jeez. Most of the stuff that we have to take is bulky, and it's a pain to transport. That's why I leave my wife at home. <laughs> oh, come on, now. now. Especially the lanterns. Now, most lanterns are big, easily damaged, and take a lot of maintenance when it comes to refueling, changing globes, mantles, bulbs, whatever. Mm. Now, I got a cool new product with an innovative spin on lighting that is very, very low maintenance. Actually... Jim, you are 100% right on this because I don't know. It's the first time. Yeah. Well, I I retract that statement. So, um, (laughs) anyways, no, we actually picked something up. We bought, I don't know, about three, four weeks ago, something like that. Yeah. And it's called the Flash Lantern by Bodgedon. And this thing is so cool. I'm surprised nobody, you know, we could go to the moon. We can make Doritos now in Cool Ranch flavor. If if we can do all that, I would have thought a long time ago that we could come up something better than this stupid brainchild somebody had about making a lantern. Back in the 30s. Back in the 30s. What a dumb idea. Yeah. Because what happens? Always the mantles are breaking, the bulbs are breaking, the glasses break. 
break and it's running out of fuel. It's just not running right. You constantly have you to pump keep it, it primed. Up. It is so stressful. It's no good. So we ran across the Flash Lantern by Bodgden. Now, what this is basically, it looks like a canister that is about four inches tall. In any, pretty much any LED flashlight fits this. And what happens is it slides into the top of this canister. Then this neat little mechanism slides down over the flashlight, screws onto the canister to hold the flashlight in place. Now what happens, Jim, is you turn the flashlight on. Well, what happens when you turn a flashlight on? Light comes out. That's it. And what happens when the light comes out from the LED flashlight? It shines down through this canister onto a prism. And what does a prism do? It disperses the light. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) 372 degrees, exactly. No, and so it disperses light. This thing is so cool. It'll light up the whole tent. Lightweight, and once again, you don't have the hassle of the regular lantern. I'm surprised nobody has sued that guy. He's probably dead. God rest his soul. But anyways, it was just a dumb idea, and whoever invented this Bodgden... I don't know him. He's a genius. He is a genius. Got to check it out. We bought this. We really like it. We think you're going to like it. If you don't like it, then just don't like it. Look it up <laughs> at BostonOutdoorEquipment.com forward slash D forward slash. Now, whatever you, whatever Travis just said, if you do all of those yes. things. Now, once you have the LED flashlight attached to the flash lantern, oh. a bracket holds it in an inverted position. So you can hang it from a rope harness in your tent, campsite, or anywhere you want. I'm actually holding it up so yes, people can see it. Yeah, it's really cool. Hold it up so they can see it again. Can you guys see that? <laughs> yeah. Pretty nice. It also has a quick release, so if you want to use your, your flashlight for handheld use, you can do that as well. It's so cool. This, this guy is, was thinking This guy is brilliant. Jillian. Jillian? Jillian? Yeah. That's like gigantically brilliant. You know, I don't think it's a real word, but it sounds excellent. (laughs) I'm going with it. This guy is Jillian. (laughs) Got to check it out at BostonOutdoorEquipment.com forward slash D forward slash. And this was sponsored by Lupo Tactical Optics, makers of the Mark IV Icicle Blind. Look them up at Lupo.com and Blackhawk. That's Blackhawk.com and Cabela's King Cat Tournament Trail, America's oldest and longest national circuit. That's KingCatUSA.com and Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter, Jim, at Cabela's.com. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Are you ready to talk football with the greatest wide receiver player and coach in NFL history? Tune in to Wide Open with Andre Rison. Andre is ready to talk to you and give his thoughts on the sport. There'll be celebrity guests, coaches, players, artists, and more. He'll go beyond the game with a look from the coach's point of view and feature a high school player each week. Tune in to Wide Open with host Andre Rison. Featured Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We want you to know you've been good company today. And we're glad you rode with us. We hope we took you where you wanted to go. And we didn't keep you longer than you wanted to stay. And we trust it hasn't cost you more than you wanted to spend. This has been the Great American Outdoor Trails Radio Magazine on the Outdoor Trails Network. I'm Jim. Hey, and I'm Trav. And we'll see you on the trail. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.